Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like slow to speak, quick to listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode. So today we're going to be talking about the top three mistakes people make when fighting right? These are big, huge mistakes. And, you know, last week, the reason why we're talking about this, because last week we discussed what is normal and healthy fighting, right? And this week we want to explain the top mistakes made when fighting so that you can avoid these detrimental mistakes. Yes. Super important here. And so we're going to be talking about the top three mistakes, why these mistakes are such a mistake, and then how to avoid them. That way that you're ultimately clear. And then we're going to give you obviously action steps too. So the number three mistake, we're going to, we're going to save number one for last. So the top third mistake that people make is assuming and bringing in threats. Absolutely. So coming in, coming in third mistake here would be bringing in assumptions, right? Uh, being an assumer, uh, you know, yeah, you know, is being an assumer, right? Don't be an assumer. Uh, but we like to joke because when someone is assuming, they already know basically in what they want, what they're doing. They already made up their mind. They're basically a fixed mindset. And they're making up their mind off their own data. And also I would say beliefs and other things too, limiting beliefs, deep-rooted issues and stuff there too. But without actually knowing typically really what's what, going on. Yeah, what's sure. what's going on there. Yes. And when they come in assuming that, and uh, honestly, it makes you come across like a butt. So, you know, just take the first three letters of assumer and that's how you come across when you're assuming things, right? Like you don't know what your spouse is exactly thinking or feeling, you know, in those aspects. And yeah, don't say you've been with them just real quick before you move on here. Don't say you've been with them for, oh, I've been there with them for 20 billion years. I know what they think, how they're doing, what they're going to say next. Here's the thing. No, you don't. People are always growing. People are always changing. They're either mm-hmm. growing in a negative direction or a positive direction. But either way, they're changing and growing. 
Absolutely. And this even goes to like to favorites. And so one of the funny things that we like to joke about, like the assuming is, you know, I thought I knew Tommy's favorite candy for a very long time. Like we were actually talking, we're, we're coming up on being together for 20 years. And, um, I was like, I was like, yeah, I know his favorite candy. And I was wrong. <laughs> like, um, and vice versa. Right. Cause like things change. Like my favorite candy, obviously when we were dating is not the same now. So things changed. So give the freedom and the grace. And so along with assuming is making threats too, like throwing around the divorce word or like, oh, I'm going to move out or I'm going to go tell so-and-so or, you know, whatever that threat is that's destructive of, you know, there's also been, you know, physical threats or like threats against like, I'm going to break things or I'm going to hit the walls. I know that there used to be aggression in, in our relationship too, but honestly, threats are just a form of manipulation and it it creates an unsafe environment. Yeah, it isn't safe, basically. And honestly, that's the only time we ever suggest separation is is if there's physical abuse, not like physical abuse, they're hitting the walls. That's not physical abuse. Maybe to the wall, I guess, but the wall is not human. So obviously it's a different topic, but uh, we want to tell you what this sounds like, though. So what this sounds like is, you know, like when partner's like, you never want to spend time with me and my friends. You must think we're boring. Yeah, that's not true. I just don't really know them yet. But I don't think you are boring. Well, you always seem uninterested whenever we're with them. I guess you just don't like them. And it only makes sense, Tommy, that you think we're boring since you're so unengaged. I just don't see how we can work this out and stay together if you can't accept me and my friends. And you just think so low of us. Yeah. This, this leads to like, oh, we're just so different. We have nothing in common. Blah, blah, blah. They just blah. don't get me. They're, uh, they just don't respect me. Right. But if you notice, like m- when I was speaking, so on my side, I was assuming and making threats in that just short little statement that we were going back and forth and assuming. And it was putting him in like a weird predicament. And so obviously it's awkward. So just, we wanted to give you an example of what it sounds like, but why is this such a mistake? Yeah. Well, number one, it creates walking around on eggshells, obviously, Mm -hmm. or maybe not obvious to you, but that's what it does. And the other person is trying to basically appease versus both being hurt on a team. Like they end up in a place where either withdrawal, um, trying to appease, trying to be their people pleaser, trying to make everyone happy, build, build, built up resentment. And a lot of those oh, yeah. things. So when, when threats are being thrown around, it's more of fear than anything else. Resentment, self-protection coming up, basically. Yes. And when there's a bunch of fear and resentment and coming out, it doesn't foster teamwork, growth, or true understanding. So even in that short little example, he was like, no, like, I don't think you're boring, right? Like he was trying to have to like disarm and go like against me in that aspect. And it, we weren't being hurt or a team, right? So when there's threats or assuming it just adds unnecessary drama and more confrontation. So also assuming, assuming, you know, your partner's attentions, their emotions, their thoughts without asking for clarifications does lead to misunderstandings and unnecessary conflict is also very degrading. So that is something that I'll say that it is very degrading telling them that they don't matter. Like, you know, you don't take the time for them and Honestly, you come across really as a jerk. Yes, absolutely. Also, how to avoid this mistake? Number one, well, 
get rid of the I know mindset on top of that. I don't know everything. You don't know. You, sorry. I definitely don't know everything about your spouse, but you don't know everything about your spouse. Give them the freedom to be them. You know, use a lot of people say, I just want to be me. I just want to be accepted as me, right? Well, you have to give them the freedom to do that. Use the effective communication techniques we gave you a couple of weeks ago. Truly seek the understanding from them. Yeah. And take out the threats. There's no reason to add threats. Threats do not add any value to the relationship. So just take them out. I know that, you know, for our relationship, that's one aspect that we don't have. Like we don't throw around threats, not to ourselves, like not to like within the relationship, not even to the kids. Like it just really, honestly, it also makes you come across as a, as a liar too. When like you don't act like even on the kid aspect, like that just drives me crazy. Uh, I, I hate like false threats. So just don't do those. It just doesn't come across good in any aspect. No, absolutely not. Now mistake two here. Uh, this is escalating and bringing up past issues. Dun, dun, dun. Every, I know all the people are <laughs> now I'm going to, I'm going to, don't worry. I'm going to counter this too. Cause there are people that, that the opposite spectrum of this, but escalating and bringing up past issues. And some people are going to be like, thank gosh, they're addressing this. Right. That was me. Right. You know, think we, we've talked about those are the people, the same people that we've talked about this a million times. Yes, we did. Can we just not talk about the problem anymore? So here, what I'm going to say here is like, and these are the same people that say it happened a million years ago. Just get over it. Rub some dirt in it. Right. So here's the thing. Just get over it, Tommy. No. So <laughs> when it comes down to it, everybody's different. One, two, before we address this issue here, you have to understand that. Number one, if they're not over it, you haven't talked about it the right way. You haven't built the right foundations. You haven't done it the right way. You haven't actually solved it you or fixed actually, it. You haven't actually solved it. You haven't got to the deep-rooted issues around it um, to begin with. So there's a lot of things that go on here. You know, here are the 10,000-hour rule. You do, th- you do so- something for 10,000 hours, you become an expert at it. Not if you're doing it the wrong way for 10,000 hours. You can, you're an expert at being not good at it. <laughs> so that's what it is. Right. But anyways, let's go ahead and dive into this. Yes. Cause and, you know, escalating and bringing up past issues is a very, very common, very common thing. And this is where issues like at hand become a list of all the things that you don't like or have been bothered by. Right. And it gets confusing. It's like, Oh, uh, we, we were talking about, you know, like the dishes and now all of a sudden we're talking about the dishes, the laundry, you know, that, you know, them looking at another person or when they forgot the anniversary, like, and all of these and the list goes on and on and it becomes out very attacking something small that could be addressed very easily has now escalated to such a big blow up for no reason. Yeah. So how does this look? Well, it sounds like partner A, right? I'll be partner A for you, right? So partner A, you forgot to pick up the groceries again. I can't rely on you for anything. I'm sorry. I had a really busy day at work. Must have slipped my mind, honestly. It's not just this once, Tommy. Do you remember last month when you forgot our anniversary too? Or when you asked, when I asked you to pick up your clothes or when I asked you to get the kids ready, I just can't count on you for anything. Yeah. Wow. And you're like, like, oh my gosh, why do you have to nag so much? Do you see all that I do? (laughs) I must say that's so great play out there. It's not in there, but yeah. So in that, it's a great example though. So you see how it's escalated. And the list like grew and is like past issues being brought up. Obviously, like those things were not resolved or addressed or fixed or healed. And so all of those are still being carried in. And that's why like there's so much walls and division 
in in like relationships because the the issues have stacked up right so in that aspect like there was just a lot and it does come across like as nagging or complaining too so that highlights when that comes out yeah but this isn't coming from a place of let's address these this issue but it comes from a place of attack and lashing out um why because the person is hurting why do people hurt people they're hurting it's mm -hmm. that simple and it's out of the other person they're hurting they're hurt people hurt people um you know they haven't been heard truly they haven't addressed the issues truly what's funny is when we actually teach couples how to address these issues the right way they could be discussing for the past 20 30 years or longer and they've kept coming up we yeah. tell them how to do it with our program obviously and they don't ever doesn't come up again it's done it, they never talk about it again they're like i don't believe this this, this seems impossible no it's true it happens all the time it's, it's awesome. It's one of my favorite <laughs> things. So obviously like this mistake is such a big one because of that. It causes more hurt feelings. It spirals more emotions, more rants, more raves. There's no resolutions to problems here. When this mistake is, is implemented, tempers flare. And again, it's like attacking or someone probably shuts down. And now there's going to be an avoidance of one another. And really when this mistake is implemented, someone's probably feeling like a failure feeling beat up and feel both people feel like they don't matter in the relationship. Yeah. And just like, oh, man, there's nothing I can ever do is good enough type of thing, especially for that other person. Yes. I was, I was there a lot of the times. Don't get me wrong. I did stuff wrong. Did stuff wrong. Yes. 100%. But this leads to another issue being swept under the rug and it's continuing to, it's basically it's continuing to spiral of the disconnection. Mm -hmm. uh, it's continuing to spiral disconnection, discontentment, more walls go up. Intimacy and connection and trust all go down when walls go up. This happens. It's, it's the way life works. Yes, absolutely. So how do you avoid this mistake? Well, when discussing issues, stay on topic. Discuss things one at a time. I know this is something that we really teach our clients on how to do because most people have no like, comprehension of how to do this. They're like, no, but that leads into this thing and this thing and this thing. And so, you know, even when they're going going through like their, their own thoughts, it's all over the place. So this is a skill that we do teach in that aspect because it's so important to stay on topic and discuss one thing at a time. And it is a massive challenge for most people. Things in our life are tied together. And so learning how to distinguish between what is relative to the topic at hand and what isn't is a skill that has to be learned. Absolutely. So the top one, number one, right? Uno mas, one more, right? Um, so number one mistake, uh, being defensive and not actively listening. Ooh, so yes. this is huge. Uh, it's the number one thing we hear when we talk about, when we talk to both sides and they get defensive. Yeah, it's it's when so often, like we, we hear this all the time. And it's like when we try and communicate, it's like we go to battle. Like, you know, we're just defensive. They don't listen to me, but they're only listening to defend themselves, Right. When they talk, it's straight defensiveness. And then they're only focused on what they're going to say next. And they're not actually listening to me. So this is a, a huge aspect of like just being defensive, like pulling out those battle. Like I got to listen to attack. I know Tommy and I used to be very guilty of this in so many ways of just like, oh, like just attacking, attacking in versus like truly hearing. Absolutely. But what does this sound like? So 
I feel like you don't appreciate the effort I put into planning our vacations. Well, I mean, you do want to go on vacations all the time, but what are you talking about? I appreciate what you do. Well, last time you seemed more interested in your phone than actually enjoying the trip together. That's not true. I was just checking my emails because I had urgent work to handle. Basically, um, you're making a big deal out of nothing. Honestly, stop overanalyzing me and just let me be. Wow. Um, I put a lot of effort into vacation and making sure it was good. And you just totally dismissed me completely. Wow. Thanks. And put me down for, for wanting to have fun. I love it. Um, not really. So obviously in this example, like he became immediately defensive when I was starting to like express my feelings. So instead of actually listening to anything about me or what I was trying to share, I was dismissed like great job in like playing that out of like dismissing. And there was just excuses without acknowledging my perspective or me at all. And it was a massive lack of active listening and defensiveness, which that does lead to further frustration and escalation. Cause typically what that would have went out to see you, you put work before us, like you don't care. And then it would have just continued to spiral in so many different ways there. Absolutely. So why is this a mistake? Well, number one, it becomes all about them and deflecting what is said versus hearing and understanding where the spouse is coming from. And Mm -hmm. the thing is with this, like you can't even begin to understand how to hear and how to understand. We're just talking surface level here, but you have to be able to understand and hear from yourself first before you can even effectively do that for the others. But Regardless, either way, it's still deflecting and not actually truly hearing and understanding. Yeah, it makes them really feel unsafe, unheard, you know, like they share. And, you know, if they do share, it's going to be met well, like attacking and it goes to be a battle. So, you know, and this battle could go on for a night or two or weeks. Like there are some couples who literally shut down and ignore each other for months. And, you know, over something like this, just because of like the defensiveness. So all of this goes into like not active listening and there isn't listening to actually understand. It's more of just listening to go arm yourself to battle, you you know, and this comes up like this sets you up as enemies versus being a team. It sets you up to like, how can you attack one another versus being an actual team? And when that happens, what it causes a lot of isolation, a lot of isolation in the marriage, a lot of resentment. I know for me, I used to have a lot of resentment towards Tommy <laughs> for a lot of these reasons. And, um, you know, it starts to form like the eggshells here. Like, I don't, well, why, why express myself if I'm just going to be, you know, dismissed or attacked or, you know, vice versa. Yeah. This causes a lot of isolation, yes, but it also causes a lot of resentment, bitterness to build. Uh, what, what we tell you earlier, walls go down, connection goes down, all those things. And people are, people come into here and they're just like, well, the spark is gone. We lost connection. It's done. It's like, they, they, it's like they think once the spark is off, it's off. It's like, no, dude, so you just got walls between you two. You got things that you got. You got like a wet, soaky, soggy, what is it called? It's wet, soggy towel just soaking the spark. It's never going to light. You got all those walls in between. Yes. And so just to clarify, when walls go up, intimacy goes down. So just to clarify that statement just a little bit. And if you have that wet, soaky towel on the flame, obviously y'all aren't going to be connected between all of these things that have continued to come between you and uh, like just the unsafe, the not being heard and all of these other aspects. 
So you, you want to avoid this mistakes. And, you know, because ultimately what happens with that one is people get into the mindset of like, what's the point? This is where people start just existing, going through the motion and just doing their own things. And couples start growing apart, eventually leading into affairs because of the isolation in the marriage. They're starting to seek other things. And no, that is not the root issue of an affair. Just FYI. <laughs> not even close, so man. So if you think the root issue of an affair is that you weren't getting attention in the marriage or you felt unloved, like, you know, or your spouse just wasn't giving you enough of something, that's not the real reason. And there's more work to do. I've just, done, just how to throw that out. I have done thousands of calls by now at this point, probably, um, with getting to the root issues of affairs. Never, not once has it ever had to do with the other spouse. It's always deep rooted things that go back to an origin point. That has nothing to do with their spouse. hundred percent. What happened with someone else, just like happened with their spouse. So, and if it's not gotta, fixed and actually gotten to the real root, and if it's just left at, uh, you know, well, I wasn't getting enough attention from you. If that's what it's left out, it will repeat. It will happen again. Guaranteed. Once a cheater, always a cheater. If they don't address the real issues. Again, we've talked about that before. If they do, then no, it's not going to happen again. Absolutely not. But that being said though, like we used to, I just want to talk about something before we go into how to avoid this real quick. And one of the things was that, um, we used to kind of go through a cycle of, um, ignore each other. We'll get into a fight. That could last until 2 or 3 a.m., 4 a.m., whatever, before you know it. Um, fights, different things like that, maybe physical violence, I don't know. Um, maybe even leaving the house and driving around the block or somewhere else for a while. Like, you name it, we did it. Um, and then you have, then after that, it'd go two, three, four weeks. Then one of us needs some type of physical interaction, like sex and stuff like that. And it would we'd do something again. And then all of a sudden, oh, wow, we're apparently back to normal again, right? We're good now. No, not even close. Mm -mm. Nope. Not even close. That is repeated over and over and over and over and over again. Yes. And so you don't have to stay there. <laughs> Sex is not a good indicator of if you're doing good, by the way. No. Um, and no, there's, there's obviously a lot of other things going on there too. But how do you avoid this mistake? Remember one, that it's not all about you. You can't be in your own head 24 seven only thinking about you without relations to what others are going through. You can't just only be focused on like your own self. <laughs> you have to acknowledge that you two do see things differently. That's okay. You don't have to be on the exact same page, but you can be respectful and be a team. So absolutely. So just listen and understand and don't get defensive. Yeah, that's a, it's high level on that aspect. Obviously, just if you go into like not being defensive, you're going to be go doing that by grit. And that's why like there's deeper things going on, like which, which we teach, but it's just, that's a surface level aspect. Yes. Yeah, so, so Jesus is a great example of this to follow here. Uh, he left things to sort, to sort between themselves out. Yes. And so when you, when you look at Jesus in this example, you know, he didn't walk around defending himself all the time. You know, there was lots of rumors about him, lots of people who talked about him, and he let things just sit to work themselves out. It, you know, he wasn't walking around trying to change everyone's opinion of him, making sure they understood exactly what he meant and freaking out. And in fact, he actually talked in parables and, you know, it was more challenging, you know, so it's important to understand and follow his example in knowing that, you know, Jesus was even misunderstood you're going to have misunderstandings. You're not going to be understood by absolutely everyone. 
you don't have to, you know, over freak out and like control and make someone see something exactly the way you do. That's impossible. People won't see things exactly the way you are. They're a different person. So there's just a, a lot to can take in and consider here. Absolutely. But the biggest thing here is we wanted to make you aware of the most common mistakes people make, really the top three here when fighting. And really you want to ask yourself, honestly, are these a part of your life now, right? Are they a part of your life? Do you do these things? Do you know how to have a healthy, how to have healthy disagreements uh, without mistakes, without these mistakes? Like if not, it's time to learn, to be honest with you. Don't, don't fall into the, well, it's normal. It's not normal. That's yeah. not normal. It's normal for society. Yes, maybe. Uh, Cause that's the, the results, the fruits of not being healthy individuals and no being a healthy individual doesn't mean you work out and go to the gym either. It's not all of it, but there's a lot more to it than oh, that. Oh yeah. A lot more. And so don't fall into that category. Right. And so really ask yourself and have that honesty of, you know, do we fall into these categories on any of them? And just know that, you know, we wanted to address the top three just because they are so common and just letting you know that it doesn't have to stay that way. And these top three mistakes don't have to stay a part of your life either. You can learn. You may not have been taught, which wasn't your fault, but it is your responsibility to learn, to grow, and to continue to like have this growth in yourself so you can have a healthy relationship. Because until like these things are terrible for, for relationships and having a healthy relationship. So you're going to have to have that true implementation and change. And like we mentioned earlier, like the high level things that we gave you, there is deeper aspects. Like even when it comes to like when we were sharing about like the beliefs and aspects, if you don't know how to get to like the deep rooted aspects and have true change as who you are as a core, like at the core of who you are as a person, grit will not sustain you. And it's only a matter of time before you break. Yeah, basically what we're saying here is like these things are still just very surface level. So you're not going to be able to like you can't just take these things and run with them. You're going to be putting it on a Band-Aid. We're telling you telling you these things because even if we were to give you this isn't even like our communication tools like this is just tips. But if we were to give you all of our communication tools and tactics and everything there for free, here you go. You're going to fail. Why? Because you haven't built all the proper foundations. You're not a healthy individual. You're not, you don't have foundations in your marriage. You don't have the proper foundations in mindset. Everything will fail. This is just helping you understand to open and expand your mindset in some different areas here. But I just wanted to explain that this is not a complete fix no. whatsoever. It's not even going to fix a part of it. It's just going to help have a more maybe peaceful life, but on top of, but mainly you need to make sure that you actually build all the right foundations or else things will fail hundred percent. Yes. But as always, we love you. God loves you. And we will see you in the next podcast. Have a good one. Bye. Now that's all we have for today's show. And remember, prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show. By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day and God bless.